Last time on Pokemon Rollout, Charlie learned the history of the small town from the local nurse. She detailed the five monster Pokemon that have been terrorizing the area. The leader, a Swampert, continually transformed into its mega form and rampages due to the pain it feels. The mother, a Floatzel, followed by her children, causing havoc in the area. The Sniper, an Octillery that has been mechanically modified to have incredible sight and pinpoint accuracy. The Phantom, an unknown Pokemon, to the Nurse, that has uncanny healing abilities. And the Sentinel, a white Starmie with silver around its red gem that can teleport and communicate with other monster Pokemon. While Charlie was learning about the town, Professor Sneeze and Liliana were ambushed by a jet of water shot by the Sentinel. Archie the Apom and Spicy the Torterra hit the field to defend their trainers. As they battled, they discovered this Starmie seemed to be weak to normal-type attacks. Sparky came into the battle with a slash and a false swipe, knocking the Starmie to 1 HP, and Liliana finished the Sentinel with a faint attack. After the battle, the two trainers were attacked with a long-distance ice beam. What will our team do about the monster Pokemon? Where is Bernie? Will our group be reunited anytime soon? Find out more on Pokemon Rollout. Hello and welcome to the world of Pokemon. My name is Nick, but these guys call me their Game Master. And you're listening to Pokemon Rollout, a real play Pokemon Tabletop United RPG podcast. What's your name? I'm Paul, and I played Charlie. Looking for a house is like looking for a shiny Pokemon. Uh, one time, uh, back in X and Y, I was hunting in the uh, the front safari for a Heracross, and I had a Halucha. It had False Swipe, and it was the uh, it was the only Pokemon in my party at the time, and I used False Swipe, and the Heracross used Counter, knocking out my. Uh, it was a shiny Heracross, by the way. Uh, shiny showed up, used counter, knocked out my Halucha, and I waited out, so I did not get the shiny Pokemon. That is what looking like a house is like nowadays. Pine. It's important <laughs> to look like a house. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm Michael, and I play Professor Rudimentus. Oh, there goes gravity sneeze. <laughs> Do we break Lydia again? <laughs> yes, because now I can also... The other thing that I always think of now is mom's spaghetti. Um, <laughs> hi, I'm Lydia, and I play Liliana. Do what she do. Shadow Garden. Mom's spaghetti yes. on a plate that then gets smashed. Uh, that was that was a very good recap <laughs> the cap of our pregame conversation. That was beautiful. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Good job, guys. Paul, I don't know whether to laugh at your intro here or to just feel real sad. About the house or about the hair cross? More so about the house, but yeah, the hair cross is probably Both. a sad thing too. So the hair cross is a true story. Mm, oh, so I remember sad. you telling uh, that one sorry, too I'm, in the past. Uh, I know, after doing this for nearly five years, like, I'm not sure what stories I have and haven't told. I'll probably just repeat a lot of them. 
Like, we were talking about Spongebob before as well, and I feel like I was going to tell you, like, the one joke I know from Spongebob. <laughs> tell me the joke! Tell me the joke! <laughs> so, it it goes, uh, uh, Spongebob had a piece of paper, and he was, like, annoying, playing with it and annoying Squidward with it, and the one joke I remember that, from that is he took it and hold it against his eye and goes, Arr, I'm a pirate! And then he pulls it away and goes, Arr, I'm not a pirate! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, that shows good. <laughs> now let's just take this uh, fantastic coordination <laughs> we've got into the game. <laughs> good luck. Yeah, we're only two of you are together. Say, yeah, Nick, remind us. Okay, that's I, I'm remembering where we're at now because um, Michael and Lydia were fighting against uh, yes. some of the monstrous Pokemon. Yeah, the they, Starmie. They're like making the Starmie real sad. I think. Yes, you were. Us. Yeah, we we defeated the Starmie. We did. Yes, they defeated the Starmie, and then um, and then a little boy told us to yeah to get out of there, and then uh, Professor Sneeze got s- got smacked in the chest with a bolt of ice, and uh, Liliana saw a large bluish Pokemon with glowing red eyes come start heading their direction. Meanwhile, Charlie, the last thing you did, you were heading off after... Yeah, you didn't make it to Bernie. You just were heading off after him. Correct, yes. I was in the town. I was very. I had a very minimal role in the last episode um, because I was, like, there but not there, playing, like, with the time dilation and stuff. And so um, I think we got mm-hmm. the backstory on the five monstrous Pokemon, if I remember correctly. I was mostly used for exposition. Yes. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah, you you were you were giving the information to the group. Yes. Or being the vehicle by which the information came to the group, at least out of character, if not in character. Out of character. The clown yeah, car I, vehicles. Like... Hey, what's that supposed to mean? Precise. So then we will, uh, since you had such a minor role... And the last one, we will start up with Charlie. Uh, so you are heading straight down uh, after the footprints where you're pretty sure Bernie went? I think so, yeah. I think I'm going to keep following those footprints. I think that's the best uh, course of action right now. As you are heading in that direction, it's moving you kind of west away. You start noticing you're in somewhat more familiar lands. Um, you're definitely somewhat near Landsmeet, though you're still a little bit away. Um, you, if you had to guess, you're like since you're kind of near the Blighted Forest, you're there. You're a little bit east, northeast of Landsmeet, but you seem to be heading kind of a west-southwestish direction. So, um, you're heading kind of in that direction, but a little more at an angle. Um, as you're going along, too, uh, give me a perception check. I'm an expert at that. All right, um, that is a pretty decent roll. 22 in perception. 22 in perception. All right. Um, as you are moving along, you hear um, the sounds of some sort of fight going on ahead of you, at least here and there. Um, judging by with that much perception, you, you can tell that it is Bernie getting into a fight with something. This is going very well. As Also, as you're moving along, you start to notice... On this, like on the ground, kind of nearby, uh, you're looking around, and as you're sitting there, you saw the burning friends, footprints of Bernie, but you notice that there were other footprints on the ground too. 
One pair, well, several pairs you can't quite make out. Okay. But another pair looks almost exactly the same as Bernie's footprints, except they aren't burning. Like, they aren't singed into the ground. Um, okay. Seem to be moving along with these, and Bernie's moving in roughly the same path as them. Um, also, as you're moving along, you're starting to hear the sounds of these battle. You notice at the side of kind of the, the path where you're going, and you can see, like, elements of an actual fight going on earlier, especially with several fainted orange and uh, cream-colored Pokemon. <laughs> okay. To either side, a couple here and there. Uh, some of them, there's orange and cream colors, but they also have, like, uh, distinctive black markings on them. Yep. Uh, blue fins, blue, like, fin-like shapes on their arms, and a yellow, what looks like a tube around their neck. Seems to be part of them as well. Uh, I think I should uh, roll a Pokemon education check here to see. Do I know what these Certainly, are? Yes, these are orangish mammalian Pokemon with two tails. I'm guessing. I'm guessing this will be a relatively low DC given uh, the history. It is a ten. Yes, you have seen these before. These are Buizel. Um yep. The black markings are not familiar on Buizel that you've seen in books or on TV or in our. On things such as that, but they are familiar from the Buizel you saw when you met Bernie. Okay, um, so with that in mind, then um, I'm going to start running toward uh, toward where Bernie is at, and I think I'm going to bring something else out with me to kind of uh, hang out here. I think I'm going to bring. Um, I think I'm going to get to the area, but I'm going to have uh, Hollow's Pokeball on the ready to. Uh, Okay, so you haven't released Hollow yet. I have not, because he's, if I recall correctly, he's a slow boy, so if I, like, released him and, like, I run, like, 30 feet ahead of him, he'd still be hanging out back there. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he would not be able to keep up with you running. Yeah. Okay, so you're running through, you notice, like, there's a little bit of fighting here and there, there's still a couple scattered ones, and you're hearing, like, jostling and things, like, Pokemon making kind of, like, jeering noises and things there, and you're able to turn into what's obviously, like, a cleared-away place, like... This looks like a natural clearing, but it's also been kind of enlarged and cleared away for something specific. You're not exactly sure what that is, because at the moment, what you thought was Bernie kicking something turns out to be another Blaziken okay. kicking Bernie Ooh. in oh. the stomach. Okay. So Bernie takes this kick and kind of gets, gets slides back, and he looks up, and as he's looking up, his claws dig into the ground, and he pulls out a rock and chucks it at this other Blaziken. Um, and this other Blaziken kind of gets nicked by it, but is still moving. Uh, if you look on your character sheet, you can see how what Bernie's state is at the moment. Okay. Uh, and the Blaziken seems to the other Blaziken seems to be in better shape. Uh, kind of ringing this area and and going between oh, it wow. are okay. five more Weasel and okay. a larger Pokemon that looks similar to the Buizel, but is obviously not the same as them, probably the evolved form. Okay. Um, and she, uh, it seems to be working with that, has the orange fur of the other ones, but where the cream would be in the other ones, it's jet black for her. And she okay. seems to be kind of like, and uh, th this, Buiz this other Pokemon is kind of sitting back out of the fight and just watching with uh, her arms crossed. Okay. And if I remember correctly, that this was a Pokemon that was described to Charlie from the uh, person at the uh, like the the makeshift Pokemon Center or nurses station, or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Yes, you wouldn't know that. Let me see if I can grab if I can find where I saved that. There it is. Uh, yes, 
uh, what you remember from this one is at his right hand, at the right hand of the Swampert, is the Mother. She is a Buizel with odd black markings who seems to have been modified to have a strong connection to the Dark type. It is her children that you can see roaming the streets out there. They're fairly weak individually, but they travel in packs, and they know that if any of them are hurt, the Mother will not hesitate to attack whatever harmed them. And she is strong. But she seems to be kind of sitting back to watch this Blaziken fighting. Uh, you also remember that they mentioned a Blaziken that they forced into working for them, the child of a Blaziken that used to live nearby. Okay. Oh, wow. Lots of things going on here. Uh, since the mother has not taken, has just chosen not to take her turn, uh, the Buizel are busy jeering, and both Bernie and the other Blaziken have, fo- have fought. Charlie, you would be up in the initiative order. Okay. Oof. There's a lot going on here. There's a lot going on. Lots of mm-hmm. uh, lots of things to keep in mind with uh, with all this stuff here. Um, what I think we'll do is probably the best scenario right now is going to be to oh I don't even know um, like knowing that there's a dark like part of me is like yeah let's get Nilly out there she'll have an advantage against the, the Blaziken I think. Uh, but then she's going to have a um, disadvantage against the uh, what Paul knows as a floatzel. Mm-hmm. Um, and then all of a sudden, you know, let's get Hollow out there. But again, Hollow's going to have a disadvantage against the floatzel and the Blaziken. So uh, I think we're just going to go. Um, but since Charlie's a juggler, we're going to kind of rely on those. Let's go ahead and... and uh, send uh, Cadaver out right away, and I'm gonna go ahead and chuck her Pokeball, uh, Nilly the Cadaver. I'm gonna go ahead and chuck her Pokeball right at the Blaziken that's attacking Bernie. So you're rolling to hit, yeah, okay. Yep, uh, that's a 10 for accuracy. That hits. No, I, I can find this, I have this information here somewhere. Bear with me a moment here. Okay. Um, so it's a DD of 5, so we're gonna go ahead and roll a D8 plus, uh, 2. But that's different because I changed it. Er, yeah, it's a D eight plus sixteen. Uh. And, uh, <laughs> it's a it's a D eight plus sixteen. Sixteen. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. All right. So it's five plus sixteen. Uh, Twenty one uh, damage. Typeless damage. Normal physical. Physical, damage. physical damage. That did six. Typeless physical damage. Okay. Which, after what Bernie did, is just enough to give it an injury. Ooh, we go All right. He shot Millie's Pokeball at this Blaziken, and it comes out of nowhere. Like, it's sitting there, like, getting ready to keep fighting after Bernie kind of going through it, and suddenly this thing just clocks it in the side of the head. It kind of staggers to one side with, like, the chirp, and then that bounces out, okay? Right. Uh, and so then we're going to, and she, uh, she gets a plus 10 because of my juggler abilities, so is she able to go immediately? Yep. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and do, I think... I don't think it matters a whole lot. I think we're going to go with, um, what do I know about Bernie? Bernie's pretty balanced. Um, those are even. So I think we're going to go with the higher, um, uh, damage base. We're going to go with a Psy Shock on, uh, on the Blaziken. Yes. Psy Shock on the Blaziken. Okay. So let's roll for accuracy mm-hmm. on that. Ooh, it's a two. And the AC is two. That's a miss, isn't yep. it? Yep. So Nilly comes out. Kind of fires with that, but with the stagger, it kind of switches into a roll. And you notice this Blaziken is very quick to notice and avoid danger. So you just go for the blast, and it just immediately moves out of the way. And he's going with that. Okay, so Nilly just did that. That was Nilly and Charlie's turn. The entire thing goes, like, the entire thing that was full of cheering, the sand clearing, just goes quiet. 
And the Floatzel turns to look at you, then at the Blazekin, then at Nilly. And it kind of, it barks twice and then kind of looks for a second and just settles back as though it's just not going to do anything. Uh, the Blaziken kind of looks for a second and then spins and charges at Bernie again and slams down with a peck. Take Bernie out. Um, let's go ahead and run the numbers on that. Uh, flying physical, he said 35, so we need to do the... Uh, it goes down to 25 and then times 1.5. No, hang on, I'm counting this wrong. The defense is 13, so he said 35. 35 minus 13 is... 22, uh, it's going to be 33. Now, oh, yeah, uh, he's so. taking it resisted one step further. Oh, you're right. No, so just be 22, yeah. putting him at minus 12. That's yep. enough to give him one more injury uh, and faint him. Does he automatically go back to his ball, or do I need to recall him? No, you would have to recall him. So he gets knocked out and falls down, and the Blaziken hits him and immediately jumps out of what you just realized is a circle. And all the Buizel standing around the circle turn to look at Nilly, who's the only thing still standing in the circle. All of them open their mouths and blast a sonic boom. Probably not good, because that's just 20 HP straight off, isn't it? That's just 15 HP. HP. Straight Times up. five? Uh, twice, so 30 Ooh. HP down. Yeah. So they, they only two of them hit. Okay. Two, uh, three of them went a little wild, but the two that hit did 30 HP. <clears throat> okay. Mother Photo kind of just like nods appreciatively and just fixes you with a smug stare. Wonderful. Professor Sneeze and Liliana. Professor Sneeze has just been struck in the chest with a bolt of, of ice that seems to have fired from across town. Meanwhile, this strange blue red-eyed creature has started floating down the thing. Uh, another thing that you notice, Liliana, is you notice this thing kind of floating weirdly towards you is it has what almost looks like a crown on top of its head and this crown is like so large and the points are so distended that it almost looks like there's a second set of like tentacles on top of its head and it's going through it and that just is with that there and it's heading towards you um liliana is well do you guys remember which pokemon you had out archie is out archie is out um, Sparky. Yeah, Archie's. It was Sparky. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So Archie. Wow. Archie yeah. is very fast at the moment. Um. Can I also get a perception check from yes. everyone? I assume in that scene. In that scene. Yes. Uh, I don't know what Charlie would be able to hear from where he is at the moment. <laughs> the sneeze got six. Okay. Archie got ten. Well, for Liliana and for Sparky, we roll him too. Oh, 12 for Sparky as well. Okay. So Sparky, uh, Liliana, and Archie are able to react fast enough that you hear the sound of running footsteps just as six... Uh, orange-furred forms burst from the alleys towards you. So there are six Buizel around you in the area. Uh, but Archie is faster. So is Sparky, but Archie is faster than Sparky at the moment. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so Archie goes first. 
big floating jellyfish thing, six weasel, and yep. I got hit by an ice thing from somewhere. Yes, and the uh, the big floating jellyfish thing is you'd have to. It's about two move actions away from you, so you'd have to either go for a ranged attack or do a full move to get to it. Okay. I'm going to roll a Pokemon Ed on this thing. Okay. Um, 21. 21. All right. It takes that to figure out what this thing is because something is... Uh, well, either something is weird about it or there's something really terrifying that happened in this thing's backstory because you get this, that this is a Jellicent. Mm-hmm. A Jellicent is a ghost and uh, water type Pokemon. They are known to, mm-hmm. they can absorb seawater and project it from their head. And their uh, body composition is, is similar to seawater. Uh, they're known to gather for prey during a full room, moon. And many fancy cruise ships, tankers, or crew that wander, or sorry, uh, any fancy cruise ships, tankers, or crew that wander into the oceans where it dwells are never s- found again. And it mm-hmm. rumor, it's rumored that it drags these ships and tankers into the sea and preys on its passengers. Uh, it's known to feed on life energy, where the more it drains, the bigger its crown gets. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. So either something has artificially uh, modified this thing's crown, or it's eaten countless numbers of life energy. Right. It, but it appears to be, like... Not type shifted. Does it appear water ghost? Not that you can tell okay. for it. Uh, it's very still. It's like it doesn't seem living, but it's a ghost type. Mm. D- okay, we established that the cold light of fact that Archie did faded away. Yes, there was there was enough time for that to fade. Is this a new scene? I will say yes. Okay, because that's gonna help me a little bit here. Archie, shed some light on the subject again. So Archie uses the cold light effect, and again, now the weather becomes sunny okay. for five rounds. Mm-hmm. Combat stages are all set to zero. Uh, anything invisible appears. Sneak checks happen at a minus two, and illusions won't work. Okay. That's Archie. Sounds good. So that's Archie's turn. Sparky is up. Well, I know what one Sparky will want to go after. <laughs> so let's just go ahead and do that. I'm going to have... Sparky use... Oh, I should maybe try that one instead. Shoot. No, I'll still go with that. Um, okay, here we go. Here's here's me actually doing my turn now. I'm going to have Sparky use Electro Ball on the Jellicent. Okay. Roll for accuracy. I got a 12. Okay, that looks like it would hit. Roll damage, and remember, add your speed stat to the damage as well. Or Sparky speeds that to the damage as well. Electro Ball on fast Pokemon is scary. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that um, Clear Lake badge so speed goes up even higher? Okay, so. Okay, so that's 27. And then I add the speed stat and their special attack stat. Uh, you, yes, speed stat and special okay, attack stat. So then that would be. I would do the 28, right, on that? Not the added? Yes, okay. yes. So 62 electric special. 62 electric special mm-hmm. damage. Okay. 62 electric special. That did 62 electric special damage. Woohoo! To what it hits. So, uh, mm-hmm. Sparky rushes forward and then opens up his mouth and you kind of hear his scream but in reverse 
as he sucks in this ball of energy and it's blasted out towards the Jellicent. And the Jellicent kind of watching this and heading towards, you see one of its tendrils whip out from underneath it and grab one of the Buizel and throw it into the ball. Brutal. And the Buizel gets... The Buizel gets shocked and is out. That's three that's that's three injuries and completely faints it. Jeez. Um, you also notice like as it faints, you can see a little bit of some sort of energy drift off of the Buizel and into the crown of the Jellicent. Oh man. Uh, it's devouring the energy! On the other side of the mountains, I guess. I mean you can see that! The Buizel still seems to be alive, but that definitely was something. Um, The other Buizel, realizing that there's an Electro Pokemon in their midst, all spin and shoot sonic booms at Sparky. Three of them hit, he loses 45 HP. Okay. Just straight up, no defense or anything. Straight up, 45 HP, no weakness, yeah, no weakness resistances, no stats. Yikes, okay. (laughs) So uh, he has an injury. Yes. So he just gets buffeted by these uh, sonic booms that are hitting him. Um, that means that it is Liliana's turn. Okay. <laughs> um, I want to go after the Jellicent, but I also question if that's really a smart idea. <laughs> but I also feel a little bad for the weasel dudes just wailing <laughs> on them. Oh, up to you. boy. And I can only astonish one at a time. This really isn't going to do a whole lot, but just just to, to try, I'm going to do Astonish on the Jellicent to hopefully try and flinch it. My chances aren't great. The Jellicent is far enough away that you have to either move twice or move and use a ranged oh, attack. Okay, well, that's not going to work then. So what I'll do for this turn, actually, is I'll toss a super potion on Sparky and try to quick um, hide behind some rubble closer to the Jellicent. Yes, that should be doable. Okay, and remember, that means that Sparky will lose his next Ah. turn. Because, yeah, if you use a potion on him, he loses his next turn. Medic training? Oh, you have medic training? I uh, do. Yes. Get rid of that. Let me. I believe it does. Yeah, I still have medic yes, training. Yes, you're right. So it doesn't forf- He doesn't forfeit his next turn. Never mind. <sighs> nice. Nice. Yep. So, yeah. So you do that. Give me a stealth check. Oh, let me get back to my sheet. Sorry. Oh, so many You need him for this game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that is. Horrible. Thankfully, I still threw a little bit, but yeah. <laughs> 16 for stealth. I rolled okay. three twos and a one and a three. And it's a, there's a minus two also because of cold light effect. That's true. So Aw, Michael, why you gotta do me like this? It's okay. Um, oh, don't forget to bring back up Sparky's HP because you used the super potion. Right. Already. Yep, that's what I was just about to do. All right, perfect. So yeah, you, you spray Sparky's you run back and like jump behind some rubble uh, as you're going through everything and getting this all set up. Professor Sneeze, you are up. All right. Um, Professor Sneeze is <coughs> hurting a lot. So he causes his hair muscles to glow very gently. 
uh, using morning sun on himself. Because it is sunny, he regains two-thirds of his full hit point value. With his injury, he's back up to injured full. Okay. That was your turn? That's my turn. Okay. The Jellicent floats steadily closer to you. Every every person and Pokemon who is out lose a tick of HP, and tell me how much that is. This is an area of effect he doesn't need to see. It's 11 from Snooze. Um, 7 from Sparky. Mm-hmm. 8 from Archie. Uh, oh, 11 from Liliana. Okay, so 11 from Sneeze and Liliana, that's 22. And then 7 from Sparky and 8 from uh, Archie. Archie. Mm-hmm. So that's 36 mm-hmm. total. Got... All right, um, you see this energy kind of fade out of you in this kind of like bluish, purplish smoke that goes drifting off of you and into the crown of the Jellicent, where it joins that wisp of smoke that came out of the Bweasel that fainted and kind of has this ball, and the Jellicent holds it for a second and then kind of concentrates, and the ball of smoke goes goes shooting and drifting over and falls into the Starmie. No. And the Starmie blinks and it's it's a red gem blinks once twice and then kind of slowly flickers to life and it sits back up um so that was the jellicent's turn these guys are scary Mm. um meanwhile out of the clear blue sky wait okay yep out of the clear blue sky a bolt of kind of greenish uh, actually a bolt of just like blinking light energy of a bunch of different lights comes and slams into Sparky. He's flying cross slams into Sparky. Sparky takes 53 bug special damage from a signal. Oh, man. Oh, oh. Oh, that gets rounded up, too. Ah. That shouldn't matter. He's he's a bug and uh, he's a bug and a steel type. Or if he evolves, right? If he was no. bug and flying. So he is at negative nine. With is that three injuries then total? No. Um, if he went down to fifty, yeah, that's so three extra injuries, so four injuries total. Oh. Okay. Because that yeah that that one shot took him down past half past zero and was massive damage. All right. Well, we're just gonna return him real quick here. So Sparky just gets hit, and you see, like, this is the first time Sparky's really gotten slammed by something. Mm-hmm. And he is not happy about it. Like, the energy's, like, fizzing off of him. He's doing, he goes, gets ready to, like, roar again, and then just falls. And so you return Sparky. Yeah, we'll say, like, yep. that's simple enough. You bring him back right away. <laughs> um, so Sparky's back, but unfortunately... The Starmie is faster than all of you. <laughs> and it kind of... Even Archie? Yes. Oh. He was the fastest thing on the field when you guys were fighting him. It, actually. It doesn't have a gender. But, um, whatever. Um, but, it, yeah, it's kind of looking and blinking and going back to it. And it kind of sits and blinks. And you start seeing uh, waves of energy come from it. And it uses Recover. No! So it heals half of its full HP. Uh, Charlie, you're up. All right. Uh, Charlie is going to uh, start by returning Bernie. 
Nobody's out in the field, and she does take full damage. Like, she'll be toaster takes full damage from those uh, Buizel again, but I don't know if she has a lot of other options. Yeah, I think we're just gonna try and use Millie, and we'll have her attack something or someone. Sure. Okay. Uh, give me a Pokemon education. It's a 10. Okay. Um, you know from your... From what you've been told that the Floatzel, the, the mother, is probably a dark type, water and dark. But unless you, like, it, it, if you didn't know better, you would assume that the Buizel, the, the kids, were just Buizel that had a little bit of extra black. They don't look like they're actually dark types themselves. Yeah, that's kind of what I was guessing. So I'm going to uh, go ahead and continue with uh, uh, Nilly attacking. Nilly's going to attack, let's see here. Uh, she really only has one... One target moves, so we're gonna have her use uh, Psy Shock on. Uh, is there a central or closest one? Uh, sense, uh, the closest the weasel. weasel. Okay. Sure. Yeah, or central or whichever, whichever one. I assume you probably have it labeled as okay. Weasel number number three, so we'll aim at that one. <laughs> and you said Psy Shock. Uh, oh, it is at will. Wow. Yep. Okay. Yep. Uh, it's a ten for accuracy. All right, let's roll a some two d eights. We got a six and an eight, so fourteen added on top of uh, thirty-two is going to give us a forty-six uh, special. Actually, um, if I remember correctly, so I shot. Um, you said so, forty-six. So it's four, a six? special attack, but it will hit their defense. Four, yes, that did forty-one psychic special damage, which is enough to give this Buizel two injuries, but not enough to faint okay. it quite. And I probably just enraged yeah, so uh, Mama. Slammed it into I? that, and it gets knocked back, um, and is looking very, very hurt. Unfortunately, um, wait, hold on a second. I said it was Oh, you did say it was Charlie's turn. turn. Oh. Not Nilly's. Nilly already went. Not this round. Oh, you're but right. But Charlie um, should finish his turn, though. Uh, he returned... Okay, he yes. returned Bernie, and we are going to do a cheerleader action. Uh, let me just remind myself as to what that's going to be exactly, though. <laughs> um, give me a moment here. Um, probably going to do the one that gets her extra HP. Alright, let's do... Okay, yep, we're going to do Don't Stop Now. All allies on the field gain temporary hit points equal to your charm rank and become excited. And excited is uh, hit by a damage attack. We gain uh, plus five damage reduction against that attack. So, uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, see. All right, Nilly, I know you're kind of up against the wall here, but don't stop now. You can uh, do this. So, she is going to earn... Uh, six, uh, okay. HP back. So she earned six HP back, and then we did her full turn. Perfect, and you did your turn. So that all happens, and you were correct that, uh, Nilly has enraged the mother. Because the mother, uh, kind of giving out a bark that's almost more like a roar in anger, rushes forward with a pursuit. And slams into uh, good old Nilly with the pursuit. Didn't quite crit, but she hit him. Uh, 39 dark 39 physical dark damage. Physical damage. So it's going to down to 36. Uh, go up to another 18. 
putting it at math. Uh, 54. Yeah, 54. Okay, so it's going to be uh, two injuries. Uh, 54 is going to put at 13, and we are going to do counter. I know this is leading to the next turn. Okay, no, that hits. So how much damage did you take? 54? Uh, yes. Um, oh, wow, it actually did... I did five more damage than that. So it actually did... Because uh, it has Vanguard. So 59... Or actually, So what did I say? What was the damage? It was 39, so it actually did 44. Sorry. Okay. It did 44. Um, does, uh, so does the typing apply at all? Because no. counter is a fighting type move, or is that just... It, okay. it, it's just losing HP. It's not damage. Okay. All right. So 44 uh, minus your defense would be 41... Plus 21. Nilly you did. actually lost 62 HP. So you're at 5. Yeah, Nilly's at 5. Okay, counter is a solid. Yeah. Okay. So you did. You lost, I said, 62. Yeah, that's a solid hit. So, yeah, Nilly flashes and then slams into this, which is enough to deal three injuries to this one and knock her out. Oh, way to go, Nilly! You, you're doing such a great job! That's awesome! Uh, the Weasel all panic and uh-huh. fire off. Can't use Sonic Boom, because that's yeah. every other turn. But they just rush forward with quick attacks. Uh, the first one hits with a quick attack and does 17 normal physical damage to Nilly. 17 normal physical, so it's going to be 14 uh, normal physical damage. Uh, puts it at minus... Uh, 9 HP, and gives oh. another injury and faints her. Nearly faints. Okay, the other four rush at you. Um, I, I think I have a thing. Remind me, Nick, um, uh, or maybe I can remember myself. Let me double-check my juggler stuff. Because I think if a Pokemon gets attacked or faints, uh, I have the switch. ability to swap out. Uh, I think so. And yeah, I you have, I have to that somewhere. <laughs> okay, good, yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and quick switch, and we're going to get out uh, who's going to eat this the best. Hollow. Hollow's coming out. Okay, you sent out Hollow. Nope, they're, they were still rushing towards you. But that doesn't mean they're attacking Hollow. They're still going to be attacking um, you. I'm going to say Hollow has enough loyalty to attempt, whatchamacallit, an intercept melee action, which is a okay. full action for mm. Hollow. Uh, make an acrobatics or athletics check. For myself? No, for Hollow, because Hollow. Hollow's the one moving. I'm guessing that's not going to be very good. Let's take a look. Oh, that's actually pretty good. Uh, Acrobatics is 3d6 plus oh. 1, so apparently Hollow's been... Athletics is 4d6 plus 1 for Hollow. 4. Uh, sorry, a- so Acrobatics was 3d6 plus and, 1. I, I, are you looking at the, at the same sheet that I am? If you scroll down on Pokemon skills for Hollow, Acrobatics is 2d6 plus 0, Athletics is 4d6 plus 1. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, I was looking at the long sheet. Um, 17, 18. Uh, if we take the plus one in there, 18 in athletics. Okay, Hollow is easily able to jump into the way of one of the Buizel, taking the quick attack, which does no damage. Yep. Uh, unfortunately, intercept melee is a full round action, and the other right. three hit. So, first hit, Charlie takes 21 normal physical damage. So 21, so that's uh, reduced by 8, so that's going to end up being 15. Okay. No, that'd be 13. 13. Uh, the second hit does 20 normal physical damage, so reduced it to 12. It's 12, yep. Uh, and then the third hit does 17, so 9 more. 34 total. 
And the Blaziken, kind of looking through these, is kind of panicking and looking towards, and then it ignites one of its feet with a stomp and rushes forward to use a blaze kick on Hollow. It hits. Not a critical or burn, but it hits. And it does 55 fire physical damage. Alright, so uh, after taking Hollow's defense, which is 16, and then multiplying is going to be 59, which is going to be enough to do uh, two injuries. Hollow takes that hit and cracks on him, but he's, he's standing. And you can tell, uh, give me an intuition check. I was wondering about Charlie. that. Uh, intuition. Charlie's relatively intuitive, I believe. Eh, novice at least. Uh, ten in intuition. Okay, um, you get the feeling that something okay. is terrifying this okay. Blaziken. And so, uh, and I'm guessing it's more than just the mother that's around right now because the mother's been fainted? You, you feel like there's more beneath the surface, but you didn't quite reach that far. Uh, since the mother is fainted, you, you'd guess not. Yeah, yeah, more than the mother. Um, yep, so that was all of that. Now Hollow is out, he, but he did do a full round action, but good to remember that he's out for next loop around and what his speed is. I mean, you were the lowest speed thing in this battle, and Charlie has a speed of 18. Yeah, this, this battle is a battle of absurd speeds at the moment. But now we're going to... So that was that full round. Uh, let's do one more. So... Charlie, you are up. Oh, I wonder what's going to be the best thing to do here, because I don't think that Hollow is going to be able to take another attack from the Blaziken. Oh, but we can maybe uh, make the Blaziken possibly miss. So we're going to use, um, uh, not curse, what's the word thing for it? I'm sorry, I'm not looking at my sheet right now. Spike? No. Uh, growth um, it's the Hex me I need to put it down for under Hex me yeah, for Charlie. Oh, for Charlie, yes. Um, uh, Omen. Omen. Yep, I'm going to use Omen. Um, do I need to roll accuracy for Omen? Uh, it is a swift action. No, you do not. Perfect. All right. Yeah, so I use Omen, which is going to make... Uh, we're going to use it on Blaziken, and it's going to make its accuracy go down to uh, just uh, a minus two on accuracy. So Charlie kind of focuses with this new energy or power that he's slowly been awakening and figuring out, and... You see it kind of close around the Blaziken's eyes and dim them just a little bit. And it barely seems to notice. It's still kind of like fear and panicky. And so it just sheathes itself in flame because it's like we're going back to the top of the round. Because Hollow already did his turn and everything. Just sheathes itself in flame, kind of lowers itself down and goes for a flame charge on Hollow. And oh yay! <laughs> let me go and find. Which means it has a negative one. <laughs> that doesn't matter. I know. <laughs> oh, how cruel do you want me to be? I mean, if you to the Blaziken, like Charlie needs as much help as he can get, but uh, I shouldn't be this cruel. Never mind. Uh, I mean, we're past the mountains, but I don't know. Okay, that's that. That's it's gonna be. If, if you want me to be cruel, I can be very cruel. Your eyes can be so cruel. The Blaziken goes blasting past 
hollow and just completely misses, slams into a tree. The tree is kind of okay. starting to get lit up, which doesn't make hollow happy as a trevenant. And, through it. and just as this is happening, you just hear a crack of thunder and it starts to pour. The weather sudden the weather changes suddenly, so it's mm. now rainy weather. Uh, in this game, does that also dampen fire's attacks? Mm. I believe so. I need to. I always forget how where to look up weather effects. Uh, you can type it in the character sheet. Yes. Oh, will it show up on the? There's a weather reference above abilities. Nice. Water's boosted plus five. Fire's decreased minus five. So yeah, it does dampen it. Five bonus damage on those and minus five to them. Okay. So yeah, the Blaziken misses, but it starts to pour down. Rain as you're kind of having this uh, fateful vessel, as fateful as this is, who knows? Um, so going through that, but now the Buizel get to get to have a turn. And so they're kind of freaking out. Everything's just going bad. Uh, so they just turn. What should I roll to see how smart they are? <laughs> um, well, one of them knows, so it'll be good. Um, for the other ones, uh, Charlie, high or low? Uh, high. Okay. Uh, three of them blast sonic booms at hollow, which just phase okay. through them because they're right. normal type moves. The one that attacked him with quick attack doesn't even try that. It just spins and fires a sonic boom okay. at you, Charlie. All right. And you lose 15 HP. And the other one also realizes, like, it's a little, maybe it's a little bit uh, slower, more cunning than the other ones, realizes what's going wrong, and fires at you again, and you lose another 15 HP. Um, 59 is going to give me an injury. Okay. Uh, That does mean that, Charlie, you are up again. Uh, So there's one weasel that's almost knocked out, is that right? Yes, one weasel is almost knocked out. Yeah, I'm always up there for charity cases. Let's go and try and catch. All right. Uh, so, yeah, Charlie's going to roll. We'll do a great ball with a lock case. Hey, I didn't transfer any of my inventory over. Awesome. So, yeah, I have it on my other sheet. Just want to make sure I know how many things of these I have. Yeah, we'll do, yeah, I have six great balls. So, we'll do a great ball. Uh, no net ball. Friend ball. Ball. So, I have a few other things that might be fun, but I don't think. No. So I can try to catch it with a friend ball, and it'll start with a plus one loyalty. Mm. I'd rather just try and catch it, I think. So yeah, we're going to do a great ball in a lock case. Mm. No, we're going to do friend ball. I want this to be friendly to me. All right. We're doing friend ball. So we minus 15 to my roll. Should I hit it? I'm going to throw not not to knock it out, because it sounds like um, the uh, the attack on it um, from Nilly did a number on it. Yeah, so we're not going to do damage. Uh, it's a 16 uh, for accuracy. That hits. All right, let's roll to see if we catch it here. It is a uh, 65. Hang on, I think. Let me look at my sheet real quick. I think, I think, I think. Did I take that yet? Or no? Therefore, you are. <laughs> right? Um, capture specialist rank. I don't think I did that yet. No, I did not do. I did not do that yet. Let me just double check to make sure. Because there's a capture specialist thing that I didn't, don't think I took yet. It would only be minimally effective right now, but... Yeah, no, um, yeah, I don't have that yet. That's the next thing that I need to catch, uh, to do to finish out, uh, capture specialist. So yeah, the 65. So it hits the weasel and flex into it. Pokeball shakes once, shakes twice, shakes a third time. Ding! Booyah! Congratulations, you captured a level 15 female weasel. 15, Okay. <laughs> It has taken uh, 41 damage and has two injuries. Hollow still has an attack, yeah? 
Yes, Hollow has a turn now. Cool. Oh, let's see here. I don't know if Hollow's usual. I mean, maybe they're stupid enough that these uh, things will, us- will continue to work. Um, uh, we're gonna go ahead and do a leech seed on one of the uh, one of the weasel. We'll say weasel number two. So we're gonna leech seed it. Oh, uh, get out that critical fumble table, Nick. Oh boy. Oh no. Uh, you use Leech Seed yep, for one? Which is one of uh, uh, Hollow's two daily uses on it, so. Still not going to do that mean thing. <laughs> <laughs> that mean thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, uh, I will say that uh, if I did number eight on the Critical Fumble list, you would not be happy with me. <laughs> well, thanks to whoever put that one on there. <laughs> Oh, no, usually it would add chaos, but right now it would add bad things. So the Gyarados is released. <laughs> okay, um, the Leech Seed goes flying and completely misses. Charlie, nothing seems to happen on your end. Okay. With it. So that just completely misses. We're back to the top of the round, and yes, the Blaziken, looking more panicky than ever, just goes for another solid Blaze Kick on Hollow. <laughs> Hits! It's got solid blaze kicks. And it does uh, 52 fire physical damage. Right, let's, you know, we'll, we'll calculate how bad of shape Hollow is in. Alright, so you said 56? 5, five two, two. 52. 52 minus 16 times 1.5. That's not. Uh, 69. So 69, 33 minus 69 is going to give us a negative 36. And should, is it just one more injury, Nick? Uh, how much damage did, did uh, Hollow take total? Um, 69. Yep, which so that's. Is over half. Two, two more injuries. Two more injuries. Because mm-hmm. yeah, Hollow went below zero, but not below negative 50, and took massive damage. Okay, yep. Took massive damage. Um, it should have been 47 damage. It's he, he still fainted. I forgot to add in the, the uh, price of uh, rainy weather. I apologize. Because 47 minus defense is going to be 31 plus 16. Yep, so massive, da- massive damage. Um, so, yeah, still massive damage. And is it negative 14, I think? At, mm, it wasn't 33. Yep, and so 33 minus 47 is negative 14. Um, yeah, he faints, and then I don't think I recall... No, I did recall before. before. Uh, so, Hollow faints, and I think we're able to get out. So we still have that Blaziken out here. Yeah, the second kick is enough to topple over Hollow like the tree he is. Okay. Um, Katana doesn't want anything to do with that. She's uh, hiding out in Charlie's hood still. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, I think we got to bring Harry out. Are you doing this as another quick switch? Yes. Okay, uh, you've used four AP total. You have six AP left because it's two AP per, per quick switch. Yeah. Um, and so, yes, but he can come out and uh, since his thing is boosted, uh, he actually would still would not still have been faster than this Blaziken yep. currently okay. is, but since the Blaziken just went, Harry goes next. Uh, uh, Harry, we need, uh, we can't go right at this one quite yet. We need to, uh, uh, we need to be a little bit crafty here. I need you to double team right now. So, uh, we have three coats of double team, which we are, will likely use to protect ourselves from the Blaziken kicking at us. Harry did, uh, is Charlie going to do anything else on his turn? Oh, sorry, no, Charlie, uh, the, the Buizel go before Charlie does. 
Um, and what they do is they all pull in some water and they blast. Uh, you, do you still want to do high or do you want to do low? Okay. Uh, yeah, we'll go high. One of them fires at Harry, who just came out. Okay. Uh, and hits. And deals because it's an extra five because it's rainy weather. By the way, listeners, Harry is an Absol. Yes, Harry the Absol. Thank you. Uh, it deals 34 water special damage to 34 Harry. 34 minus 11 is uh, going to be 23. Not too bad for uh, against Harry, though. But the rest come at Charlie. Oof. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> yep, and three of them hit. Uh, one of them does 37 water special damage. That's going to be uh, 29. That's not good. That's 31. The other one does 39 water special damage. This is escaping me right now. 28. Okay, and the last one does 36 water special damage. Uh, Charlie will take 88 total damage. Nothing was uh, strong enough to actually... Nothing was strong enough to actually, like, give Charlie massive damage, but he is uh, definitely going to be out taking another injury. Charlie falls here. Uh, you returned Bernie earlier, didn't you? Uh, yes. I believe everyone should be returned, yes. Harry is still up, but Charlie has fainted. So Charlie is knocked back to the ground, and you see the Buizel, uh, Char- Harry sees kind of the Buizel kind of start marching forward, but they get, uh, the, the Blaze can kind of cause something out, and they all stop, kind of look at it, and think for a second, but it kind of, like, flexes one of its toes, and they all kind of notice that, uh, that the Blaze is standing over the mother and kind of, and realize the mother still fainted, so they're kind of looking there, and the Buizel looks over and kind of takes a, what, what would... How does Harry respond as the as the Blaziken takes a couple of steps toward Charlie? Uh, I think uh, Harry. I mean, he is he's protect. Well, um, let me look at uh, Harry's intelligence because Harry's pretty smart. Uh, does Harry? Ha- uh, he doesn't have an intuition, does he? Uh, he doesn't have a specific intuition score, but it's but that's the thing. Like he is a he's an absol. So uh, would you like me to roll for something, or do you just want to? Sure. Give me an intuition check and roll four d six. That's about what I was thinking, yeah, too. I think he'd have an, uh, a depth intuition. Um, let's see here. That is 19 in uh, intuition. Harry can read the situation really well, and he realizes that the Blaziken does not want to hurt Charlie. Now that Charlie is fainted, he, uh, this, this, uh, she considers this battle over. But... She seems to be going after Bernie's Pokeball on Charlie's belt. Here's the like, uh, she doesn't want to hurt him, but she seems to be going after him. So would Harry do that to just step in the way? What would, like, would Harry start by saying, you're not doing that? What, what do you think Harry would I th- do? I almost say Harry would just get in the way. But again, with the intuition that, I mean, think about this more. With the intuition that the Blaziken it doesn't need to do any harm. Can the Pokemon have a conversation of anything? Can Harry... I will say you can. They can't have a full like uh, speaking conversation as much. But what is Harry trying to convey? Uh, Harry's trying to convey. Uh, I mean, knowing, understanding that he doesn't mean any harm. I think Harry wants to understand more. Um, I mean, obviously he doesn't want uh, Charlie's Pokemon to be taken away. Um, I'm not sure if, if uh, Harry. I, I suppose like through the Pokeball, Harry knows what what's been going on and has been happening. Um, so I guess he's just, he's intending con- to convey, like, what are you doing, why, uh, why are you taking that Pokeball from my trainer? Okay, give me either a charm check 
rolling 2d6, or an intimidation check rolling 4d6. But depending, they have different results. Let's do the charm check, because I feel like um, Harry doesn't want to uh, tread bad ground with this potential ally, and also knows that he doesn't want to take a double kick from this Blaziken. It's a six in charm. He moves in the way, and the Blaziken kind of stops, uh, and the Blaziken has moved so that the Blaziken is between uh, Harry and uh-huh. the Bleasel, who are all kind of like gathered around the mother at the moment, and she stops seeing kind of, uh, Harry still get in the way, but is kind of trying to do that, and she kind of just freezes for a second, and is just looking there and staying very, very still, but f- with that intuition check and everything, all that Harry is getting is just like a cry of just help. And then the Blaziken spins back around, scoops up the mother, and goes running back towards the town. And the Blaziken kind of look in panic for a bit and start following. Okay, so we will go back to Liliana and Professor Sneeze. Uh, The Starmie has just healed itself back up. Things are going a little crazy on your end. Um, When you hear, hey, coming from one of the side alleys. I look. Okay. Hey to you. <laughs> yeah. Um, in that side alley is a girl who couldn't be older than about 10 or so, who is just like frantically gesturing at you guys to come that way. She's standing next to what seems to be like one of the buildings next to her is decrepit, but hasn't fallen over. And she's standing next to what almost looks like a piece of like one of the timber, like pillars or something that is just jutting out at the side next to this building. Well, yeah, I, I think this is a little over our our heads. We should get out of here. Yeah, you're telling me. Um, and she's already sneaking away. <laughs> so you're rushing in that yep. direction? Yeah. Okay. Return Archie. Yep, so you guys return your Pokemon and are heading in that direction. The Weasel are coming after you. Um, yeah, because they'd be the next fastest as you guys are returning things and heading in that direction. Um, as soon as you get past the girl, she jumps and grabs onto that pillar and kind of like uses her full weight to try to pull it down um she seems to be having trouble mm-hmm. of like getting it fully down what she's trying to do uh do either of you do anything to help it'd be an athletics check. yeah oh goodness i'll do an athletics check yeah. okay and then can i also is there enough time for me to release trigger to have him help too uh you can either do an athletics check yourself or release trigger to have him do an <laughs> athletics check this would probably be better let me check the can I use a general ed to find the precise point to apply pressure in order to get the best leverage? Give me a perception check first. That's a three on perception. This thing's embedded in the ground. You don't know if you can move it in the time you have allowed. Like, to move it to a different place. You just have to pull it and hope. I released Trigger and he got 15 for athletics. Okay, so she's like on her full weight as thing trying to pull this down and then a machoke comes up grabs it in both arms and just <laughs> shoves it downwards she scrambles out of the way just before it slams into the ground and you see like the entire wall shakes and starts to fall and then something in the roof falls down and there's just a boom everyone take two ticks of HP and damage Aww. as this building something in it exploded <laughs> thank you Charlie for that okay. uh, Roll of a one earlier. Uh, <laughs> as kind of rubble just slams into you and you all get knocked back, Trigger's going to take two ticks of HP2 from this. Yep, um, I did that. <laughs> because he's out. But 
the girl gets blown back. You're all blown back. But as she gets back, like gets blown back, she's already like landing, scrambling, rolling, and getting back up. And she's like, "We have to keep moving. Come on, that'll that'll only hold them for a little bit. Come on, I can hide you away." All right, what what's going on? All right, and so you guys get pulled along by this person into. It, she kind of runs you down a couple of alleyways and different areas. Uh, you notice that like every time you go into a main thoroughfare, a bolt of ice, water, or or psychic energy mm-hmm. lands near you. Mm-hmm. And so like she's jumping down alleyways and like moving from here and there. Finally, she kind of like skids to a stop, jumps down what looked to you like a small depression in the ground, and basically pulls tries to pull you guys down into a. Uh, like an area of bare earth underneath one of the buildings. Are you going with her or no? Yeah, yeah. and Liliana's yep. going to be impressed and be like, oh, I wonder if she's ever been in a gang before. Silent! She's not saying it! <laughs> I didn't realize she wasn't saying it loud. I apologize. You're thinking too loudly! <laughs> if you guys say anything, there's a psychic type among them, so that's not actually a thing that you can... That's, that's not necessarily a thing oh, you can say. Okay. But, uh... She's just like, if any of you like make any noise or something, she's just like, shh, shh, no quiet. And it's like keeping you very quiet. She's like, okay. And you kind of hear thing. you cut, you hear Bweasel rush past and other things going on. Uh, you feel it. Yeah, every, you lose one more tick of HP mm. as the Jellicent floats past your position, mm. but it doesn't seem to actually notice you. It just picks up energy and keep going. And then, uh, like after everything kind of question, she's like, I don't, I don't think they're gonna stop looking for you. We gotta get you to. I, okay, I, I know where to bring you. Come on, we have to go. Um, so who, who are you? Not right now. Come on, we have to go. Okay. All right. Just trying to be polite. <laughs> All right. So she's bringing you along, uh, Charlie. After a little bit, you wake up with uh, Harry standing over you. With his blade kind of ready. It's okay. I think we're I think we're all right now. But oh, what? Harry looks at you very seriously and then kind of turns somewhat deliberately and starts walking back towards the town. And that, that was the direction that the Blaziken went in? Yeah, the direction that the Blaziken went. I mean, Harry, we we were already there and like, uh, well, I guess we can get healed up there. Let, let's get going. All right, so you start heading back hmm. in that direction. So Charlie follows Harry, limping and holding his ribs. Right, because, yeah, that was a lot of water guns mm-hmm. and quick attacks. Uh, can I assume Charlie's back up to zero Put HP him back or to one HP? tick of HP. Mm-hmm. A tick of HP, all right. Yeah, one tick of his HP. Um, and I believe that is all the time we have <laughs> for this week. Charlie is heading back towards town. Leon and Professor Sneeze are in this town and being hunted, but being brought along by this girl mm-hmm. somewhere. Uh, thank you for joining us this week. You can find us online at tapsradio.org slash Pokemon-Rollout, on Twitter at Podcast, and on Facebook, facebook.com slash Rollout. Join our Facebook group, the Pokemon Rollout Tap Room. As long as you're not a robot, we'll approve of your request to join. There you can join in the conversation with creators and fans and become a part of the Pokemon Rollout community. Also, follow our network on Twitter at TapsterRadio, and check out some of our other great shows at tapsterradio.org. Like Intermission, Michael and Ethan in a Room with Scotch, Freddy Goes to a Podcast, and Us Play Fiasco. A special thank you to Rocco W for our theme music, Electric Donkey Muscles. And feel free to check the show notes for the other music and sound effects used in this episode. Once again, I'm Nick, and you can follow me on Twitter at PokeRollNick. I'm Paul. On Twitter, you can find me at ProfSnag. And as always, come hang out with us in our Discord as well as our Facebook tap room. That's where you can talk with us and have a whole bunch of different kinds of conversations. So. 
I'm Michael, and I am on Twitter and Instagram at M-G-L-I-L-I-E-N-T-H-A-L, and also available in those other social media places. And I'm Lydia, and you can follow me on Twitter at L-I-L underscore Shadow 8. And you can follow me on Twitter at Behind Your Eyely. That's behind your E-Y-E-L-I. If you like what we do here every other week on Pokemon Rollout, tell a friend, retweet us, and especially please rate us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. If you really like us, donate to us on Patreon, patreon.com slash pokerollpodcast, and get some sweet rewards. Special thanks to our patrons, Chandler Shack, Matt Carlton, Andrew Case, Ursa93, Michael, Richie Kammer, Terry Fowle, Tim Jacobson, Eric Lonquist, Peter Stadmuller, Anneli T, Azure Spider, Mark Smith, Dr. Audino, Legendary, Rob, Gregory Lopez, David Harshman, Box Cheese, Froxus, DGZ, and Nathan Jester. You guys are awesome, and we can't say it enough. We really appreciate all that you, the gentle listeners, do for us. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you later. Obscurantism and obfuscation. Orally observed, gentle listener. Gentle listener. Gentle listener. Gentle listener. listener. Obviated objects of oblivion. Obambulating about. Offered unto you. Offered unto you. Offered unto you. In the Tapestry Radio Network. Tapestryradio.org. From From our our fancy fancy to to yours. yours.